0: This is the multi-orgasmic millionaire podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. All right. Welcome back, my loves. It's Tilly with our special guest, Elizabeth Lynn here. Hey, Elizabeth. How are you?
1: Hey Tilly, I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. (laughs) You're calling
0: calling in from Belize. I wish you guys could see her background that she just showed me, but it was absolutely magnificent.
1: (laughs) It's pretty gorgeous here.
0: Yeah. uh, Beach, ocean, all of it right there. Mm, So gorgeous. Uh, Well, as you know, and as I already stated, Elizabeth is a sacred sacrament facilitator, And she is going to be uh, joining my partner, Chris, and I, and we're all teaming together to put on the sex, money, and medicine retreats coming in. (laughs) So I wanted to introduce everyone to Elizabeth, who has lots of experience with sacred sacraments and plant medicines, and give you a little bit of her journey and her story and why she's here doing this today. So tell us, how do you help people in the world, Elizabeth?
1: Oh, wow. Goodness, what a journey it's been. Um, How I help people in the world currently is to facilitate um, sacred sacraments and plant medicine. I'm also an intuitive guide and um, healer. Many, many things that I do in this lifetime. Um, But specifically for today, we're talking about retreats and sacred sacraments. So my journey with this uh, started Years ago, I was searching for answers, help, I guess, for my teenage daughter at the time um, was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression. And we had tried many, many things and um, nothing seemed to really make a difference. And I listened to a radio show from a woman who I highly respected, and she was sharing some of her healing modalities and not really saying specifically what it was. Uh, So I got really curious and I called her and I'm like, what is it that you do? (laughs) Because I have a teenager that I really need help with and I want her to have a joyful life. And she's not having that right now. And it sounds like you might have some keys that I need. And I went on this journey because she said, well, what I work with is psilocybin and Everything in me was like, what, no, because I grew up in the you know, war against drugs, don't do drugs kids. And to me, that's what that was at that time. Um, I had friends in high school that had played with magic mushrooms and psilocybin. Um, I didn't have any understanding of what it actually um, could do, what you could access through it. Um, and when it's done in a sacred way. So I went on a journey um, to visit this woman and sit in retreat with her for a couple of days because I was not gonna send my daughter to deal with it until I knew for sure that it was safe and that I had experienced it. So from there, it just unfolded into the most magical, amazing experience for me. What it did specifically was provide an access point for me to elevate my consciousness to a place where I could actually break through the programs and the paradigms of this like 3d matrix world that we live in. And I grew up in a very conservative family, um, you know, trying to do all the right things, go to work, get a job, make money, you know, get an education when you're, you know, all of the things, all of the normal in quotes, normal things. And I, through my lifetime that never felt right there always felt like there was something missing or something that i wasn't quite seeing clearly Um, i didn't see people living joyful blissful lives i saw people toiling and struggling and that seemed like not really what we were here for and so uh the sacred sacraments specifically to begin with psilocybin And since then, many others, but they provided for me the access point to a different reality where I now do fully live in this magical place of anything's possible and everything is provided for us, and magic happens all around me all of the time. Um, And so, for me, because it was such an awakening and so Healing for my soul, for my body, for my mind, it called me forward into being able to provide this for others. And I feel very strongly that this medicine, this these plant medicines can alter the paradigm on the planet at this point, um, to step into a new age, into a golden age, into a place where people can live in harmony and peace and joy and love. And so yeah, I've worked with many medicine women, medicine men, trainers, facilitators, coaches to get to the place where I now feel qualified and capable of holding space for others and facilitating them through these journeys uh, into their own awakenings.
0: Yeah. I want to unpack there. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Just All right. a bit.
0: Now, for those of you who have been with me for a while, you probably understand why I really relate to Elizabeth and felt drawn to her from the get-go when we first met back in March 2022, which we'll tell you about in a second. But uh, yeah, we both grew up in that conservative Christian home. Elizabeth is from the Florida Panhandle area, so very much the Bible Belt, just like where I was from, and we both had a very similar background in that way and yeah, you started your plant medicine journeys in 2018,
1: right? Mm, correct. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So five
1: years now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like lifetimes, but yeah, technically yeah. on this earth plane, five years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And yeah, we met, do you want to share how we met? Sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. So we were invited into a Ceremonial space um, with a shaman in Colombia to sit with the grandmother medicine of ayahuasca in this beautiful Garden of Eden, we called it. And with a with this this beautiful Colombian shaman, um, she has been with the medicine, serving beside an elder, obviously at this point. But since she was seven, and she's now seventy. So the decades of her lifetime, and yeah, it was your first ayahuasca ceremony? Mm-hmm. Correct? Yeah. Um, I had sat with ayahuasca a few times before and um, but a very different in a very different setting and a very different setup. And so yeah, so we journeyed to Colombia and we met up there and this, there were eight or nine of us that sat with the medicine that time over a period of seven days or 10 days. I don't remember their time doesn't, isn't relevant sometimes in these things, but, um, five separate journeys sitting with the medicine, um, and a few integration days in between and just, yeah, a beautiful space that was held there, totally taken care of just magical, more magic, more ex- beautiful experience.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I shared the story on the podcast about that already. So y'all can go listen to, I don't remember what number, but it's from April or late March, 2022. So go check that out if you want to hear my story about that. All right. So how can these plant medicines and sacred sacraments help with sexuality things? So obviously people will listen in here. Because they have hangups around their sexuality, their body, the guilt, the shame, the fear, sometimes Mm -hmm. a lack of desire, sometimes a lack of pleasure. They have the desire, but not the pleasure. Sometimes they feel like they have too much desire and they don't know what to do with it. Uh, So what is, why would anyone even be interested in using plant medicines to help them integrate and heal aspects of their sexuality?
1: okay for me the greatest awakening physically that i had with the plant medicines was around pleasure so i i am a very sensual being i've not had any problem with you know having orgasms or whatever being you know physically involved with a partner however i had no idea what i was missing Because when I went, (laughs) yeah, so I mean, I thought my sex life was great. And then plant medicine and then fast forward into that journey a little ways down the line. And I feel like I like cracked the pleasure codes because I can literally now like within two or three breaths can bring myself to that state of. It, it's I, I call it soulgasm rather than orgasm because it's it's a it doesn't feel like a cervical or a clitoral orgasm but it's my whole being lights up as if it were that in seeing who I was through these teachers these guides of these sacred sacraments to know that I was I'm I'm perfect whole and complete like there's no place for shame there's no place for blame there's no place for fear and I'm not saying that I never experienced fear because obviously you know day-to-day life stuff still comes up and there's always going to be things to work through but the when you've connected to these teachers and they've shown you who you are to connect to God's source universal consciousness however you want to call it and you recognize who you are. It, it just released so much in my physical body that I was now able to just be here, be present, be without all the programming of what you should do and how it was supposed to look and where you know all the programs that were fed, programs that were fed when we're children, um, and to just know that like I really am. I'm I'm a, a God spark in a physical body at this point. I can experience. I came here to experience pleasure, to experience the beautiful sights around me, the tastes of magnificent fresh foods, and um, to feel the breeze on my skin and smell flowers in the garden or whatever it is. And I had an experience with my former beloved where there was, there was plant medicine involved and where I literally, while we were making love, I had the sensation of every single cell in my body having its own individual orgasm. Yeah. It was the most incredible thing physically that I've ever experienced in this lifetime. So it's access to that kind of transformation. If you're interested in that,
0: Yeah. I had a, a foot orgasm on mushrooms.
1: (laughs) I've had that. I had toes. My toes found each other and they were madly in love. Right. (laughs) And it's so fun to just play and be free to play. Like, like who who has a toe orgasm while our toes are like playing with each other? Well, me. Yeah. Me. People (laughs) would be like, you're what? You're weird. My daughter said all the time. Mom, you're weird. I'm like, it's okay. I don't mind being weird because I know how I feel in my body and it's exquisite. Yeah. So that's that's why you might be interested if you're, you know, looking for some answers and wanting more juiciness.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's funny, I just got off a call with two people this week. I've had plenty of calls this week, but two of them in particular said the same thing about how their partner said that there was something wrong with him and they were broken. And that's why they needed to talk to me. And I was so sad to hear that because I think that this is one of the greatest teachers there is to, that is so quick. It's absolutely immediate (laughs) that these teachers will wake you up to the non-truth of that and feel it as an embodied experience right away. Like, yeah, you might know you're not broken. And so you get on the phone with me anyway and talk to me about it, but <clears throat> do you feel it as true inside? No, probably not. And these sacred sacraments, they have a way of just showing you because they literally lift the veil from the 3d and show you what reality actually is and that was absolutely my experience with it the first time as well is that you know like everything you think is real isn't actually the real thing it's the fake thing it's the it's the illusion (laughs) and everything on the other side is actually the real stuff and (laughs) what's true
1: true I told Alexa one time my daughter because she did partake and she has had major healing with them as well but I The first really major journey where she saw who she was, we had a conversation about what was real and what was not. And I said, this, while you're here in this space, this is the most real that you can find. Like that other stuff is not the real This, what you're seeing now, what you're feeling now, what you're experiencing now is the real thing. And, you know, many people will say it's like 20 years of therapy in an instant, you know, during the one journey that'll be, you know, depending on the medicine that you're using, anywhere from a couple hours to, you know, six or eight hours. And it's, it is, it's an instantaneous embodiment experience so that you. It's not like knowledge. You don't have to learn this. You experience it, and then it's imprinted, and you know it, and it's you can't unsee it. You can't unknow it. It's the it's the truest truth that I've found, and I've been a seeker my whole life. So I've played with in you know, all of the realms that you know most people would have known about. You know whether it was um, studying somebody's body of work or Reiki or Transcendental meditation or breath work or, and I, and all of those things are beautiful and they all have their own gifts. And I actually know because I've done it, that I can reach the same states through meditation and through breath work. They're just not quite as immediate and they're not quite as clear. Mm -hmm. And so this, for me, again, it's not like some idea. That's a really great thing to contemplate. It's just that physical embodied experience of the truth and who you are and it, all it is really is remembering who we are because it's who we are anyway and we've just forgotten and we're in this illusion and now it's just unwinding that to be in your full truth in your full essence your god essence of who you are and who you came here to be
0: yeah totally <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, tell me, what would you say to people who have never done this sort of thing before that were interested in how they might be able to use plant medicines to help them wake up to these deeper truths of their soul and to really create instant access to more pleasure in their lives?
1: So for me, it's a, it, there's a trajectory. So there's a preparation piece that's very, very important. Many people do plant medicines. Many people do In my opinion, don't do plant medicines in a right way because they don't prepare, they don't understand and respect them. They don't hold them as sacred, and then they don't do any integration afterwards. So for me, what I really like to work with people on is a preparation phase before you actually sit with the plants. And so that you're really ready and you know what to expect. And you know, and, and you can never know what to expect because they're always gonna take you at the place that you need to go. It might not look like you expected it to, but you know how to work with them. You know how to work with the energetics of them. You know how to work with your own system. And then there's the actual ingestion and the you know journey that you have with them. And then there's this phase afterwards of integration where many, many things are gonna come through some you'll remember, some you might not remember. Some you won't know what to do with. There's this whole unpacking that has to happen and then working with it day to day because the real change happens after the journey. You see what you see, but then how do you apply that to your day to day life, which can be a challenge sometimes when you've seen these ethereal places and these, I sometimes go to these like, um palaces of light and beauty and then like and I come back and I, I mean I'm in a very beautiful place today here in Belize but you know Tallahassee in the winter time when it's cold and gray and I'm like bridging the, the heaven to the earth you know and that's that's a process and that's what I that's what we that's why we do integration afterwards so that you can assimilate what you brought forward into your actual day-to-day life and how does it apply so as you walk you remember and you can process through that and and then you know if you're called to be able to share it with other people this is as you elevate your consciousness you're going to elevate the consciousness of the whole planet yeah and so it's yeah it's it's for the good of all of us
0: <laughs> yeah okay yeah. well what does the integration piece look like because mm-hmm. there's I, th- I think I discussed this on Chris's interview last week but there's some people who very much struggle going back into their everyday life and into their work and back into the 3d and then I didn't experience any hardship with that it was like
1: oh yeah that's what's zero, great like (laughs) let me take that into what I already do (laughs) well and I think that's key what you just said is key is that you already do what you love right so you get to bring all of that into the thing that you already are passionate about For many people, they don't do what they love. They hate their jobs or they hate their spouse or they, you know, they don't say that out loud, of course, but, you know, they don't, they're not in the right place for themselves because they've been led by their head in these programs rather than being called forth by their heart into what they should be, what they're really here for. And so I think there are, there are oftentimes you'll hear stories of people who, you know, they have these experiences and then they go home and they end their relationships or they quit their jobs or they move to a foreign country, um, which all of that is fine. My recommendation would be not to make any kind of major decision like that for several months after your experience, because you do need time to like let it sort of marinate into you and, and work with the between here and there. I always recommend people don't go back to work for three or four days. If you can a week, two weeks, if you can take two weeks off and sit with what you've, seen and what you've learned and what, what you've been shown, um, then that's great. Some people don't have the ability to do that. I don't ever try to do anything immediately after I've sat with plant medicine, because my experiences are very, very large and very intense in in mostly the most beautiful ways. But I, I know that my system needs time to like recalibrate to that. And if I go right back into something that you know might not have been a fit to begin with, I stand the chance of like not, a, not thinking that it was real, or thinking that you know my ego wants to like shut things down and like remain in the status quo because our ego's job is to keep us safe, and it's only known one way. So that works. So it tries to keep us you know in this like homeostasis rather than into this expansion and growth. So for me, what integration looks like is nurturing your body, nurturing your soul, taking time to rest and recalibrate afterwards, to work, to talk to people like the facilitators or whoever is the person that's, you know, like when we do our retreat, we'll have integration calls afterwards. We'll be able to check in with the participants and we'll be in the space of, you know, continuing to help them to step forward into what they've taken on in the journey yeah, no, no, just that.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Okay. <laughs> but, and that's all of what you're doing right now. Cause you're on a little vacation for yourself after doing a very intense, um, several months of
1: medicine, yeah, about a year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's exactly what I'm doing here right now. And it's glorious. And I am so grateful and so blessed that I have the ability to do this, both the, both the, sitting with the medicine, the facilitation of the medicine and the space to allow integration afterwards to really care for myself physically and mentally and spiritually and, uh, and to do it in such a beautiful place. So I feel incredibly blessed.
0: Yeah, you definitely are. <laughs> well, people who are newcomers to plant medicines have never done it before. How will this experience in in our retreat, sex, money, medicine retreat, how will it be for them? Like, how do we prep them? Because I know how. I'm just I just want you to explain to them how you
1: yeah. how we're going. Um, <laughs> well, well, we'll have a couple of calls probably before our retreat, and we'll talk about you know what the physical some of the science behind what's happening, some of the, how it will affect your body physically, how, you know, what you can do, how to move energy, how to, what, like, literally like preparing your physical vessel with, you know, particular diet on the way in cleaning your system up, cleaning your mental system, like, you know, stay away from the news for a week or two before, if you're a news watcher, don't, you know, you're, consumption isn't just food. It's like anything you're listening to or anything you're watching or being in space of like very negative vibrations of people. You have people in your life that you fight with, or you argue with regularly, or, you know, staying away and sort of insulating yourself into a a cocoon that can bring you peace and clarity even before you go into the medicine. And it makes the journey in the medicine so much more, more of a positive experience. It's you're, you're coming cleaner. And then the medicine could actually work with you rather than having to clean up and then work with you because it will do that. If you come in, you know, to come in sideways on two wheels with a glass of wine in your hand, it's going to have to clean all that energy up before you can start doing the deeper work. So yeah, there's a preparation phase and there's, you know, talking through all of that and people, you know, some people have had bad experiences. And so we have to work through why that might have happened and how it gets to be different. Um people have had no experience and we they might have fear because they've heard about a bad experience I and mean, we can work through all of that. And yeah, so the preparation phase, yeah, I don't know. I don't I they're about equal, I guess, preparation integration. The the journey in between is gloriousness and it's only a tiny piece of the whole formula. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's, there's lots of prep work that gets to go into it. And that's usually the hardest part. At least it was for me, was just clearing out everything in my life that was low vibration. Um, I already eat vegan, so there wasn't too much to shift with my diet, but even then I still went to basically just vegetables and fruit, um, nothing processed whatsoever. And
1: yeah. The living foods. Yeah. And then life force. In. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And even five journeys of ayahuasca I only threw up one time.
1: <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> I'm a purger. So kind of <laughs> expect it for myself, but, right. um, but you know, it's part of it and it doesn't have to be suffering or struggle or hard. It gets to be really beautiful and graceful and easy too. But when you recognize that it's, The like the purging, which rarely happens with psilocybin, which is what we will, you know, that's the sacrament we'll be serving in sex, money, and medicine. So it's it's much less likely to happen there. Not that it's impossible, but it's much less likely. But with with ayahuasca and the purging for myself, it's recognizing that it's clearing things out of my system that I need to shed anyway. I no longer have use for. It's letting those things go. I mean and it does get to be, I mean. When I was in Colombia uh, this past time, which was in October, late October, early November, um, I had two moments, um, both around like so. The, the purge came, and then I was like transported into the most glorious communion with God, Goddess, life. That I, I, I mean, I, there's no no human language you can describe what i experienced and at both times it was the purge came and then i was taken to this place so i've just come to accept it as part of the journey and it gets to be beautiful and i almost i don't know i get excited about purging yet but typically that's what happens when i purge then i go into like expansion um so it's all good you just learn to Ride the waves.
0: Yeah, the one time I did this, how it was for me too, was like absolute torture and not fun until I purged, and then it became beautiful and amazing, and I got over the fear of death and all these and extremely.
1: Yeah, that that happened. That happened for me on my very first journey with any plant medicine. Death became such a funny story we tell ourselves. It's gone. There's no fear around it. Yeah, it's highly recommend for anyone that's interested it may not be for everyone but i haven't met anyone yet that i don't feel like could benefit from these beloved beautiful sacred teachers and sacraments
0: yeah and psilocybin is becoming legalized in several states it's already legal in colorado and maybe california
1: Mm -hmm. oregon um and you know and there's so many studies going on right now like at john hopkins and some of the other medical colleges where they're treating um terminal patients to help them to recognize that there's no fear of shouldn't there's no need for fear of death they're treating anxiety and depression with them and they have great success rates and so as we move forward in the timeline i my full expectation is that they'll all become legal and it's part of nature like why should any part of nature be criminalized? They're master teachers and master allies for us here in this life, uh, so.
0: Yeah, well, they definitely have made a big impact and shift uh, for me lately. I just, I did HAPE recently and it was an immediate, Activation and energy clearing, and it's just so instant. It's like, oh, it's magic. It's like, oh my god, everything shifts in just one moment. When normally it could take me a week of meditating on something or really focusing on a particular aspect of my life or something that I want to manifest to draw that in, and then I do something like, uh, use a plant medicine one time. And it's just so instant. So, yeah, I mean, uh, there might be several people listening who've done plant medicines before. What is different about this retreat that is going to really help them work through some of their stickiest wounds around sexuality, around money, any hangups they might still have.
1: Uh, so for me, I think that the, like we've spoken of it, but the really key pieces of preparation, integration are massive. And then also the fact that, you know, you and Chris will both be holding workshops on the sexuality portion and then, you know, doing the financial pieces that really feels like a way to pull different elements of life together and integrate them into your wholeness. Like, you could have a great journey and learn a lot and like get over your fear of death that might not touch on your sexuality, or it might not touch on your financial situation, which is so tied to your life force in your, who you're being, you know, if you're having financial issues, well, you probably got some deeper stuff to work on. It's not just about money. And so the, the tying the medicine to sexuality and to financial abundance it, to me feels like, um, uh, exponential growth. It's, it's a way to really boost anything that you're working on in your life. Yeah. Um, Like supercharge it.
0: (laughs) Right. And part of the work that I'll be doing and sharing and the workshops that we're not doing sacred sacraments around is bringing up The parts, the shadow aspects of yourself that aren't in alignment with pleasure that aren't in alignment with you feeling amazing and good and empowered in your sexuality. So you're actually looking at these pieces from a sober perspective which then you take into a, as an intention to heal and integrate into the sacred sacrament journey, which that is what I am a freaking master at doing. And you know, cause you saw me heal some mega shit the first time we did, I <laughs> inner child shit. Like I know how to work with parts and know right. how to work with parts of the subconscious and unconscious mind. I am a master at that. But when you take those parts into sacred sacraments, it's like, a whole different level of healing and integration gets to happen. <laughs>
1: exactly. Because it is really, really important that you take an intention into a journey, something to work on because the plants are there to support and help. And I mean, they're, they're masters. And if you just go Oh, I just kind of have a great time. Well, you'll have a great time maybe, or you won't, I don't know, but you, they really, the benefit comes where you like really are ready to do the deep work and so if you know what your work is through working with you in a workshop and you see those parts, then you can take that into the medicine journey and it seriously supercharges. I don't know there's, it. that's not even close to what it does, but that's the only human languaging that's coming to me, but like blasts all of that into the light and then shows you how it's connected and shows you a path forward to be able to heal those parts. And I mean, that's what they want. The, the teachers, the master teachers want us to be healed mm-hmm. and more than healing. It's remembering that you're already well and that you're already whole. Right. <laughs> Yeah. right. So they can guide you through that. And it's funny because oftentimes people will set an intention or set two intentions and they'll go into the journey and they'll come out and they're like, well, I didn't get my question answered or I didn't get what I needed. But when you actually unravel what they did get it's exactly that it just didn't look the way they they had an expectation about how it would be answered or how it would look And, and that's part of the integration process too is like helping people to unwind what they got and relate it back to what they were asking for because you always get what you need and it's such a beautiful process that um it's so fun to just be able to play in this field and be able to help people to remember who they are. Yeah, who they've always been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, my love. Well, anything else you want to share about the retreat and what it might look like for people to join us?
1: And um, it will look like a beautiful luxury experience. Um, hopefully, right on the beach. We're working on the logistics right now and. To be in the energetic space of you and Chris and I together will be magic and, you know, be totally taken care of. And it'll be a great experience for anybody that decides to join us. We're magic. Come play. (laughs) Yes. And the funniest people you'll ever meet. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest people you'll ever meet. All of us. (laughs) Especially with this assignment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had some experiences, haven't we?
0: We've had some role, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's just such a fun playground. It's like, you know, I want everybody to come play with us. So yeah, it'll be great.
0: Yeah, you're gonna come play and then we're going to laugh and have fun and play, and you're gonna have fear come up and whatever resistance maybe, and that's okay. We're going to work through all of it. Yeah.
1: And it's the safe, safest place to be held in that because there is no judgment. There is no shoulds or shouldn'ts or rights or wrongs. Like you get to come and be all of you and be completely safe in sharing anything that needs to come up, any fears, any shame, any like those. And those are your greatest teachers. Those are our greatest teachers. You know to be able to work with people that are willing to like open their lives to us is such an amazing gift. And I learned so much every time I'm in these spaces. Whether I'm participating or facilitating or co-facilitating, like it it just continues to expand. Um and and I don't just want to stress again the safety of a container like this where yeah it's I've never seen it anywhere in the world outside of these sacred circles where you can actually like let it all go let your guards all the way down relax completely into the ride and we got you we'll you'll we'll help you through we'll carry you through we'll shine the light we'll guide you it's whatever you need to be able to come back to the remembrance of who you actually are yes oh
0: amazing (laughs) (laughs) All right, loves. Well, if this is sounding like something that you feel is calling to you and you will know, okay. You will know if the medicine is calling you. I never in a million years would thought, would have thought that I would do these sorts of drugs (laughs) because I definitely grew up with dare culture as well, that this was definitely drugs and it's not, they are medicines. They are not drugs. And the way that you were taught, they are medicines and they are master teachers, as she says, Uh, and they are extremely healing. And you'll know if one's calling you, when I first learned about Aya and heard people talk about it, I just thought, oh, I don't need that. I can get there with breathwork alone. And you said it too. And we can Mm and know how to do that. And that's awesome. And there's there's more, there's a new way to play with that. There's a different type of experience and integration that happens with these, these medicines. So, yeah, I mean, I, I look back on myself before and how I kind of thought like, Oh, you know, everybody's doing it now. Like I don't need this. And it was just not the time for me. And then, um, yeah, I heard one of our mutual uh, facilitators talk about it once and, then I was like, oh, it's time. Cause this scares the shit out of me. It is yeah. time. And I know that if it's scaring the shit out of me, then that's probably because they that whatever's on the other side of that's good shit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah. So I I I went with it and I did I for the first time, having not done anything. Any sort of psychedelics, any of these medicines, never done any of them, all right? which is pretty strange. Most people don't go straight for Aya. <laughs> but we're starting with psilocybin in the street, which is much more fun and gentle and um, not as serious, I guess, as something like Aya. So for those of you that are new, um, this is a really great place to start. So. Fill out the application, book the call, and there's a couple of questions on the call that you can answer. And you'll be able to speak with me about potentially joining us if you're feeling called to this sort of retreat. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Elizabeth. It was amazing. My
1: honor. Thank you so much for having me on to talk.
0: Want to become an embodied sex goddess? Of course you do. Take the sex goddess quiz today and find out how. Click link in show notes or head to bit.ly forward slash sex goddess quiz to get started.